It's Tuesday, everybody, and it is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast. And Network Matt Derry with you a Tuesday, December 22nd, in a Wednesday, December 23rd. Thank you for listening and joining us on the show today, Locked On Lions, brought to you by Pepsi, made for football watching. This football season will be different. Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. It's the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers, right? Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Coming up on the show today, as promised, I want to talk about Matthew Stafford a little bit. Boy, he is getting some serious local and national love for how he's playing, what he's playing through, and I kind of want to put some perspective on it um, because I think people are either saying you're a Stafford lover and he's never leaving or you're a Stafford hater if you think the team should move on. And I, I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I want to discuss that coming up momentarily. Also, Rick Smith interviewing for the Lions general manager's job. I have a question about Rick Smith, though, that I think is a bit of a red flag if you're a Lions fan. We'll get into that. And also, congratulations have to go out to three. That's right, three Lions Pro Bowlers. We'll get into that as well here on the show today. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, D E R Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions, and also on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Um, you know, Daryl Bevel spoke today, and boy, oh boy, it sounds like regardless of whether or not the Lions are in playoff contention or now officially eliminated, which they are at 5-9. and Daryl Bevel reiterated today to the media that if Matthew Stafford wants to play and Matthew Stafford can play, Matthew Stafford will play Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock when the Lions in prime time in front of everybody on Fox uh, will host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arians went on and on today on his Zoom call with the uh, media about how much he loves Matthew Stafford. I, I might go out on the field before the game and watch him warm up. I mean, just a love fest for number nine. And look, Matthew Stafford um, played a really good game last week. Um, and it's not his fault that this organization is in shambles and that there's another losing season here on the horizon. And they've won one playoff game in 60-plus years. I mean, this isn't Matthew Stafford's fault. Think about this. Last week against the Titans, he went out there with this cartilage injury in his ribs through twenty through thirty two passes completed twenty two of them for two hundred and fifty two yards and a touchdown uh kept them in the game passer rating over one hundred the touchdown he threw to Marvin Jones he threw a no look pass uh into traffic into the back of the end zone of Marvin Jones last week and I'm sure if you're on Twitter you've seen this no look pass touchdown over and over and over again and you know if if a fan or me, or another media member, or whomever, makes a suggestion that the Lions should move on from Matthew Stafford. There's like either the notion that you're a complete and utter idiot, if you think that, and that you hate him, or that you're so right and it's time to get rid of him and Stafford sucks. Can't there be an in-between? Can't we have a normal discussion about Matthew Stafford, an objective discussion about Matthew Stafford. The Lions are hiring a new general manager. The Lions are also going to be hiring a new coach. If it were up to Sheila Ford Hamp, Rod Wood, and I think the entire organization, Matthew Stafford will be here until he's 50. I think the Lions 
don't want anything to do with recusing themselves from Matthew Stafford. Look at their social media over the weekend. Stafford's out there warming up before the game Sunday. Someone from social media snaps a picture of Stafford. Twitter and Facebook post the picture. Here's our quarterback. There he is. See how tough he is? There he is. It's our quarterback. Right? Then after the game, Stafford puts out a quote and tells the media, I'm going to be out there no matter what. I don't care the situation. If I can walk, if I can barely make it out there, if I'm 30%, I'm going to find a way to be out there with my teammates because I love this franchise. And then that was posted on social media with the quote by the Lions. There's our quarterback. That's our quarterback. That's our quarterback. This franchise loves number nine. And it starts at the top. All right, when Kelly Stafford gave birth to their, I believe, fourth daughter earlier this year, Kelly posted a picture on Instagram of none other than Martha Firestone Ford holding the baby. Stafford is like family. He's like royalty to the Fords. And last I checked, the Fords are still in charge. Rod Wood reiterated the other day, a 97 won the ticket with Stoney and Jansen. Matthew Stafford's our quarterback. This franchise has drafted two developmental quarterbacks since Matthew Stafford has been here in the late rounds. Jake Rudock and Brad Kaya. They haven't gone anywhere near considering drafting his replacement or even a developmental guy that has any talent at all. No offense to Jake Rudock, who I think is decent. Brad Kaya, I told you the day he got drafted was a joke. I told you that the day he was drafted on this very show. This past year, the Lions at number three, Bob Quinn kept saying, we're going to take the best player available. They didn't. They didn't take the best player available because the best player available was either Tua Tonga-Vailoa or Justin Herbert. The Lions instead took Jeffrey Okuda. Now, Jeffrey Okuda may turn out to be a pretty good cornerback in this league. And they needed a cornerback. But, you know, Matthew Stafford, to me, is going to be here unless Matthew Stafford and Kelly go to ownership and say, get us out of here. Dan Orlovsky, very good friends with Stafford, has said numerous times on ESPN and on social media, he thinks it might be time for the organization to move away from him. Start over. Give Stafford a fresh start. The Lions also only have five draft picks coming up for this new general manager to work with in April. How do you accumulate more? Well, I know a way. You trade Matthew Stafford to San Francisco or somewhere like that and to get more draft capital back. But see, I'm bringing this up now, and some of you are listening going, oh, Matt Derry saying they better trade Stafford. Do you know how bad they'll be with without him next year? Do you know how bad they're going to be with him next year? With that defense and that roster? Yeah, the offense isn't bad. But come on, folks. You haven't won anything with this guy. He's really good. He is. He's good. Is Matthew Stafford a great quarterback? No, I don't think so. I think he's really, really good. I think he's good. I can go. You know why Matthew Stafford's not great? Because in 2013, when this football team under Jim Schwartz was 7-5 and five and just needed a couple of wins to get into the playoffs, they lost their last four games. 
at Philly, home to Baltimore on Monday night, home to the Giants, and at Minnesota. And in those games, Matthew Stafford didn't deliver. He didn't. He threw some bad picks in that Giants game. Remember that game? I remember being there. It was horrible. The Lions went from 7-5 and five to 7-9, and nine, and Jimmy Handshake got fired. What about the next season? Jim Caldwell's first year. Lions made the playoffs. They went to Dallas. Matthew Stafford fumbled twice and threw an interception, and they lost. Now, did they get screwed by the refs? Sure, of course they did. That Brandon, uh, Brandon Pettigrew, yeah. The Brandon Pettigrew, Anthony Hitchens play was a mess. And a flag that should never have been picked up, and we don't need to go there. But did Matthew Stafford deliver in that game? No. His passer rating was like 87. Tony Romo's was over 100. Tony Romo led him to that win. Matthew Stafford produced six points after the first quarter. Total. That's why he's not a great quarterback. And I'm not blasting him and I'm not bashing him. I'm just saying what, what what's what's the truth here. If he goes out there and plays the next two weeks, awesome for him. Shows what a warrior and a, and a, and a leader he is. Would I play him? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I told you last week I wouldn't have played him. Because you might be dealing him. And if he gets hurt and gets smashed to pieces Sunday, that would hurt the trade value if that's what they plan on doing. That's my two cents on this Stafford situation. Your thoughts are welcome at Dairy Speaks, at Locked on Lions, and on Facebook. Coming up next, Rick Smith's talking to a bunch of teams. But why is one team not talking to him? What does that say? And... Shout out to the Lions Pro Bowlers. They all are well-deserved. First, though, we got to talk to you about Built Bar. I've been telling you for, for months on end, every single day I have myself a Built Bar. They are fantastic. Have the cookies and cream today. It's great. Right now, go to their website, BuiltBar.com. You're going to get 20% off. And when you put in the promo code LOCKEDON, you're going to get another 20% off. How about that at BuiltBar.com? The great thing about these Built Bars is they're a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They are fantastic. Fantastic. And they're all dipped in chocolate. They're chewy. They're soft. And they're good for you. The calorie count is low. Very low. So you're eating something good, but you're losing or maintaining weight in the process. Very good for the health-conscious guy. All right? Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And folks, I got to tell you as well about our friends at BetOnline.ag, all right? We got NBA action. We got NBA basketball starting up again uh, this week, today. All right. Are you ready for some football, though? Do you want to still bet on the football as well as the basketball and anything else? College football bowl season's coming up. And the only place to get involved is at Bet Online. All right. So, only one place it has you covered and one place we trust. Go to the website, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. All right. Bowl games. Half of these. 
some of these bowl games, you don't know who these teams are, but it's much more fun when you're betting on them, right? Don't be on sitting on the sidelines. Go to betonline.ag and get in on the action. Promo code locked on gets you 50% off. It's a welcome bonus for your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome back. Um, for, uh, don't forget uh, Thursday on the show, the Locked On crossover. Um, we'll talk some Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, big game on Saturday. Well, um, not that big, but you know what I'm talking about. Lions and Bucks. David Harrison, the host of Locked On Bucks, will join me on Thursday. We'll talk all about Tom Brady, Gronk, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Saturday game on Fox at one o'clock. So the Lions on Monday reportedly interviewed Rick Smith for their vacant head coaching job. Rick Smith spent many years as the general manager and executive vice president of football operations for the Houston Texans. He was there a very, very long time. All right, was one of the guys uh, that was in charge of that front office when the Texans drafted Deshaun Watson. And he is a young African-American a highly regarded um, candidate for the position of general manager. And he reportedly, according to CBS, uh, has interviews with the Redskins, or excuse me, the Washington football team, the Falcons, and the Lions. I have a question, though. And I think this is a little bit of a red flag when it comes to Rick Smith. Why isn't Rick Smith in Houston? Why, when Rick Smith left the Texans in 2017, he took a leave of absence to be with his wife, who had breast cancer. And unfortunately, Rick Smith's wife passed away. Very sad story. And uh, certainly not one that, uh, you know, it's, it's horrible. Not one that any of us would want to go through. So Rick Smith has been out of football since you know, the start of the 2018 season. He's been out for three years. And the Houston Texans are looking for a general manager right now because Bill O'Brien got fired. Of course, he was sort of running the show as both coach and GM. Why didn't Rick Smith ever go back to Houston? And... Why, if he left to be with his wife and take a leave of absence, and the reports were out there that he'd be gone for a year, why didn't he come back? And why right now, when the Texans are looking for a general manager, aren't they talking to Rick Smith? Bring him back. Isn't that a little bothersome? Like, look, I'm not saying that the Lions should hire Jim Caldwell back because they let him go and now they need another coach. But Rick Smith left to take a leave of absence to be with his ailing wife. Now the Texans need a general manager. Why wouldn't they bring him back or at least talk to him again? Longtime Texans beat writer John McClain from the Houston Chronicle reported numerous times, even though it was expected that Smith was going to return in some sort of capacity with the Texans. McLean always said he was never coming back. 
So what's the rub here? Isn't this a little bit of a red flag? He hasn't had a job in the NFL since he was let go, or not let go, since he left the Texans. Again, he left on his own accord. But why hasn't he been back ever since? And why haven't the Texans brought him back in any type of capacity when, quite honestly, their front office is in shambles and has been in shambles all season and for the last two years? Of course, he needed time to grieve. His wife passed away. I mean, horrible time for for this young man. But he's getting interviews with everybody but the Texans. He never went back to the Texans. I just think this is something to watch. I wonder why Rick Smith has been out of football this long and never went back to Houston. There might be more than just what took place personally for him. That's all I'm saying. I have no inside information. But I don't like that if I'm a Lions fan. If he's so great, why hasn't he been in football in the last three years? And why why didn't he go back to Houston? And why isn't Houston talking to him now? Rick, you did a great job for us. We'll bring you back in a second. Oh, man. They're, They're not even talking to him. Just throwing it out there. All right, coming up next, I was proven wrong, and I will admit why. We'll do that. Unlocked on lines. All right, so the NFL Pro Bowl uh, rosters were announced yesterday. And for the first time since 2014, when the Lions went 11 and 5, the Lions have three Pro Bowlers. How about Bob Quinn? Who's bashing the maestro now? He drafted a couple of Pro Bowlers. Yes. All right, Bob. Go get some. TJ Hawkinson. Frank Ragnow and Jack Fox have made the NFC Pro Bowl team. Now, they're not going to play the actual game, but this is voted on by the fans, by um, the media, and by the players. And to me, you must have multiple Pro Bowlers if you want to have a good team. And we've talked about it for years. The Lions haven't had enough Pro Bowl players. But here it is with Hawkinson, currently leading all NFC tight ends with 675 receiving yards, six in the NFL in touchdowns. And he's the starting tight end on the NFC roster. Uh, Evan Ingram is the backup. Is the NFC chock full of tight ends? No. Is TJ Hawkinson an elite player? No. But man, he's had a great season. He's done quite well in year two. He's proven me and others wrong. And you got to give him love. He's the starting tight end for the NFC. That's pretty freaking cool. And he deserves it. Frank Ragnow is the backup center behind the Eagles' Jason Kelsey. Uh, Ragnow currently is Pro Football Focus's second highest graded center uh, in all of football at 80.6. Didn't play last week due to that throat injury, but man, Frank Ragnow has been impressive. First round pick a couple years ago has started to come on, and uh, he's been great. So the Pro Bowl this year will be held virtually, and it'll be players facing off in Madden. <laughs> wow. And Jack Fox, punter that the Lions found out of nowhere, 
has been awesome. Third in overall punting average, second in net punting average, uh, and going to the Pro Bowl. What can you say about Jack Fox? He had an unbelievable start to the year. Tons of punts inside the 10, inside the 20, and is well-deserving, well-deserving. And he made it uh, onto the NFC roster despite finishing second in the uh, fan voting behind the Rams' Johnny Hecker. But Johnny Hecker is a stud. Fox has been awesome. So three Lions Pro Bowlers. I was wrong. I never thought in a million years we'd see this, uh, at least this year. But Bob Quinn drafting Ragnow and Hawkinson, that looks pretty good right now. Is it amounting to wins? No. But those guys being recognized shows you they're talented. And those are some building blocks for the future, for sure. That's the Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.